This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If at any point during the show you want to learn more, feel free to give us a call at 791-2924, or you can visit us online at therogroup.org. And while at the website, feel free to head over to our radio page. You can check out past shows, and you could subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. That way you can always be kept up to date with the latest episodes. This last week, I visited with several clients, and a topic came up more than once, and it was the thought of selling your home and either moving to the mainland or maybe into a condo in town or even a senior community. So today I wanna talk about downsizing in retirement. And while this may seem like a good move, there are some myths to debunk. And that is the focus of today's episode. We're gonna discuss six downsizing myths to be aware of in retirement. This is actually based on an August 2018 U.S. News and World Report article by the same title uh, by Rachel Hartman. Now, no doubt some of our listeners have considered downsizing your home after you retire, and your friends may have even suggested it to you. But before you give it more thought, let's talk about some of these myths and misconceptions about downsizing. And before we jump into the topic, as always with me is my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, welcome to the show. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the show, Greg. And I'm happy to be here. Uh, Love doing the show with you each week. I always learn something and this sounds like a good one. Uh, I think there are a lot of rumors and myths out there and uh, it's time for you to do some myth busting for us, I think. Uh, How about you though, Greg? How have you been? Been excellent. Um, Real busy last week. We did a, uh, a federal employee retirement class um, in town, we actually did three of them. Uh, as I said, too, we visited with several clients. Uh, so I've been keeping busy. And I always like to talk about on the show with you uh, some of the things that I see kind of during the week. And this topic of downsizing actually came up several times. Well, it is a good topic to talk about. I mean, it always feels like downsizing is something that uh, people who are retiring or soon to be retired uh, individuals have, they need to at least consider it. And are they going to downsize? When should they downsize? Uh, drawbacks, things like that. It's an important topic, isn't it? Yes. And it's it comes up a lot um, with my clients too. And I, I'm not a licensed real estate agent, you know, but discussing future plans and, you know, when and if to sell your house does come up from time to time. So I'd just like to say, if you're thinking of moving, you know, during retirement or, or into retirement, it's most likely going to be to a smaller place. But before you sell off, you know, your extra furniture and you, and you really truly downsize, you know, your living space, it's very important to note that less home doesn't always lead to an ideal situation. You, you may find some unexpected uh, emotional challenges and even financial challenges after making the switch. So today we're going to talk about some of these common misconceptions surrounding downsizing during retirement. 
One of the first ones is that selling your home will lead to a, a substantial financial windfall. Some people see their home as a, a lottery ticket. And if it's paid off completely or you have a tiny mortgage or line of credit on it, it's easy to think of the proceeds from the sale as pure profit, especially in the current environment when you can't go a day without hearing advertisements or stories on real estate financial windfalls. It's easy to forget that often selling a home leads to more costs. Yeah, I, I can see how that, that could come into play. You mean like closing costs or agent commissions, right? Yeah, um, closing costs, agent commissions are some of the most common expenses you think of when selling your home, but there are other costs to keep in mind too when you're thinking of downsizing. Uh, Daniel Bortz, he details a few of these in his article on Realtor.com. Um, this one is entitled, Costs of Selling a Home, Seven Hidden Expenses that sellers can't afford to ignore. So other than just the commissions and the expenses, uh, he points out that one, you, you may have housing repairs that are gonna add up. If your house, uh, you've let your maintenance kind of lapse, you may need to hire you know, a handyman or general contractor even, uh, depending on the nature of the work to get your property suitable to be on the market. And this isn't the time you wanna cut corners on that. So that could be a, a, a expensive cost. Um, secondly is, professional photographies. Um, that doesn't come cheap and four in 10 home buyers start their, their search by looking online at properties. And according to the National Association of Realtors and 2015 Real Estate, a digital age report, photos are overwhelmingly viewed first. So according to a study by Old Dominion University, they that's where you have to really start. So paying a professional photographer is probably worth it and getting that house looking really nice. And the third thing is, is your landscaping. Curb appeal is a real big factor. You know, when listing your house, it gets people into the door. So improving your landscaping can really improve your home's value by up to 12%, according to this research uh, from Virginia Tech. And they had an article entitled, The Effect of Landscape Plants on Perceived Home Value. And so that's another interesting cost. Um, there's three right there for you that, that could add up that people don't consider. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Uh, a, a professional photographer, you know, if you wanted that. Of course, for housing repairs and landscaping, those are things that you typically have to do before you can sell a house or get the money you want out of it. Uh, and it sounds like a good report that you found there. Now, what are some other hidden costs that sellers don't often expect? Well, the next hidden cost that Daniel Bortz details in this article, again, this is on realtor.com, um, are staging. So this is a, an expensive, but one of the costs of selling your home, buyers need to be able to visualize what it will be like to live in the home. Hence the staging where you hire a professional to arrange the furniture and other items in a home to make it more appealing. It's definitely a good idea. Um, five, utilities. If you're already moved into your new home, you can't ignore the costs of the place that's still sitting on the market. You want to keep the, the bills going, the electricity and all those utilities keep adding in while it's on the market. And then, of course, as we mentioned earlier, um, Tony, the first one, closing costs. Closing costs will likely be your second biggest expense behind the commission fee. If you hire a real estate attorney uh, to oversee your side of the transaction, it's worth shopping around to compare rates. You might be able to avoid a $100 or $200 reissue fee for the title search if you can find your, your copy of your title policy. Wow. So <laughs> there are a lot of potential costs, it seems, to consider when... Uh, downsizing or selling your house. I can see 
uh, how it might not result in a financial windfall when you take into account all those costs. So to refer back to your that earlier article you mentioned from U.S. News and World Report, uh, what's another common misconception about downsizing? Well, many retirees who downsize assume that a smaller home will reduce their living expenses. However, location can have a much bigger impact than just size. If you have a larger home, you know, in the country uh, or the windward side and you want to make a changed into city living, uh, you may find the real estate prices are steep considering the size of the place that you're downsizing to. Uh, the same seller's market that may encourage you to look at listing your home could make your next de- destination a lot more expensive than, than you thought. Even though you're downsizing, the cost could actually be higher. Huh, interesting. So uh, they do say that uh, a, a real estate mantra is, is uh, location, location, location then, right? Exactly. And you also want to consider some of the new fees uh, that are associated if you are, say, are leaving a house um, into the city, like a Kaka'ako condo, uh, for example. These places have very steep uh, association dues, and they vary from different parts of the city. So you have to look closely at that. You could end up paying hundreds of dollars more per month for association dues in a, in a new smaller place. Wow. So uh, our time is just about up for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to add before we take a quick break here, Greg? Yeah. When you're preparing for retirement and you're thinking all these things, um, whether to downsize or not, making an income plan, you know that can seem very overwhelming and nerve wracking. Um, but you don't have to do it alone. Visit us online at therogroup.org or give my office a call at 791 791- 2924, and we can sit down and have a no cost, no obligation consultation. Make sure that you're on the right track for retirement. We want to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. That sounds great. And why don't you give our listeners that phone number and web address one more time so they can get a hold of you? Give us a call at 791 2924 or visit us online at therogroup.org. All right. Thanks, Greg. And listeners, stay tuned to learn more about downsizing and some of the myths out there you need to be aware of in retirement here on Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At the Retirement Optimization Group, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. Call our office at 808-791-2924 or visit us at therogroup.org to learn more. Welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. Today we are talking about downsizing in retirement and the six myths. This is from a U.S. News and World Report article um, from August 2018 by Rachel Hartman. And we've talked about two myths so far from that article. One, that's selling will lead to a substantial windfall. So remember all those hidden costs uh, that we discussed. And the second one was that a smaller place will reduce living expenses. So now let's take a step back and ask about the bigger picture. So the next myth is that everyone in retirement should downsize. Ah, okay. Uh, I've I've heard it said, I, the implication is, is that yes, once you get into retirement, you really should downsize. So, um, you mean downsizing isn't for everyone then? No, while most retirees consider moving at some point, it's very important to evaluate your own situation before making the change. If there's not 
financial concerns where you or health concerns where you're kind of forced to move, your best option might be just to stay put. I mean, maybe perfectly comfortable in your home, regardless of the size. Uh, there's something to be said for having a stable and consistent home. And to quote Benjamin Franklin, a place for everything, everything in its place. <laughs> I like it. Well, yeah, not everybody wants to move. A lot of people don't, but some people have to downsize or want to downsize. I know my wife and I can't wait to downsize get the kids all off to college and downsize. Uh, uh, but downsizing uh, has other disadvantages, right? Yeah. For many people, uh, taking the plunge into a smaller abode is a significant lifestyle adjustment. Uh, whether you're a family of four, new empty nesters, or a couple looking forward to the golden years, you need to make concessions when you move into a smaller home. So before you decide to sell your home and move into less living space, uh, take these important details into account. In fact, who knows more about moving than moving companies? They move every day, multiple times. So Transtar Moving, uh, one of the large moving companies on the mainland, came up with 10 cons to consider before downsizing. It's on their website, uh, transtarmoving.com. And let's work through uh, real fast these, these 10 cons, uh, according to them right now. Well, sure. Okay, here it is from TranStarMoving.com, the top 10 cons to consider before downsizing. <laughs> like that, Tony. Um, the first one is that you'll have fewer spaces for entertaining. So some people invest a lot of time and energy into making their homes entertainment destinations. If you fall into this group, you live to host uh, parties or people visiting, your family visiting from the mainland, holiday gatherings, seasonal events, you'll likely be invested in making sure that you have all the right dinnerware, you know, the serving pieces and all the furniture and stuff to accommodate these crowds. Uh, second one is you'll find your smaller home may feel cramped. So why other spaces can feel cozy, they can also feel cramped. Cozy is another word for small, basically. Uh, this is particularly the case if you're accustomed to a larger home. So one thing you can do to help ease the adjustment is to look for a home offering higher ceilings, perhaps. Uh, additionally, invest in smaller home equipped with abundant windows and skylights. So this allows light to flow into the home and the high ceilings will make the space feel much bigger than it is. Um, the third one, according to Transtardu, is you'll need to adjust your lifestyle. So a large home is a lifestyle in itself. Moving to a smaller home forces you to adjust practically everything about how you live, you know, where you shop, how you entertain, where you exercise. These are all just a few things you'll likely have to change when you go from a larger home to a smaller home. Uh, number four, you'll have less storage space. So you may have been looking forward to having less space to clean and take care of, but the reality though is that it can be very different. Think about it this way. For every square foot less space, you must get rid of current possessions to accommodate that loss of space. Uh, the fifth one is you'll have to work through the emotional aspect of it. Don't discount the sentimental element of packing up and moving from the place you've called home for years, if not decades. Uh, you may be leaving the house where you raised your children or your home filled with memories, you know, too numerous to count. The thought of leaving these behind can, can really be hard for a lot of retirees. Yeah, Greg, you know, leaving behind some of those memories would be hard for a lot of people. Uh, what are the last five of the top 10 cons to consider before downsizing uh, from that Transstar Moving article? Number six, you'll have to consider the costs. Any, any move tends to be a 
costly endeavor. Uh, we talked about that in the first segment. The costs involved can add up quickly and you don't know what to expect. Sometimes though, there are hidden or unexpected expenses that weigh heavy on your budget. So we've talked about some of these earlier, the hidden cost of selling, but when you find a new place to live, there also may be other costs such as rent, um, the condo association fees, homeowners fees, general moving costs like hiring someone, um, like a moving company. Uh, the remaining items from the list also have, uh, they have a similar theme, so I'm gonna run through these uh, together. Seven, you'll have to realize change is difficult. Eight, you'll have to adjust to a new home and a new neighborhood. Number nine, you'll have to consider the stress of moving. And 10, you'll potentially experience feelings of, of loss of prestige. Uh, so downsizing and moving take a large financial and emotional toll on those that go that go through it. Make sure that you're making the best decision for your situation, uh, not just keeping up with the neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a great point right there. Uh, everyone should downsize was quite the myth. Um, uh, now you've got me all misty thinking of all the memories and moments and milestones that uh, my current house has seen. Uh, let's make this next myth uh, a little less emotional. How about that? <laughs> sure, Tony. Let's uh, let's talk about a, a myth next that's going to be more of a practical one. So you've probably seen all those shows about selling things secondhand, slap some paint on the dresser, and suddenly it's a designer piece of furniture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My wife and I love those shows, but it, it actually looks like a lot of work to me. It, it certainly can be uh, a lot of work and far too often not good enough for the reward. Um, so the next downsizing myth uh, from Hartman is I can bring in cash, you know, for my extra household goods that I can sell. Now, if you plan on selling extra furniture, antiques or China, you know, to help cover these new expenses, don't overestimate the proceeds, you know, with an increasing number of retirees. Remember, we have 10,000 baby boomers retiring a day. The supply wow. of antiques and collectibles has greatly increased. So it brings down the value of some of these goods. If you have unique pieces, but aren't sure of their value, consider having a professional evaluate them before having that garage sale. You might find that they're worth more or less than you originally thought. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I think uh, that's a good point. Not quite as emotional. Uh, our time for this segment is almost up, Greg. Is there anything else you want to add before we take another quick commercial break? Our goal at the Retirement Optimization Group and our planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, knowing they will have the comfortable retirement that you've worked so hard for. I'd just like to invite our listeners to visit my website at therogroup.org or give us a call at 791-2924 and you can request a no obligation, no consultation with me. All right. That sounds great. Thanks for that, Greg. Listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Greg Gunther here on Retirement Paradise right after this. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call the Retirement Optimization Group at 808 791 2924 or visit therogroup.org to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Retirement Paradise. I'm your co-host Tony Shore and our host is Greg Gunther and Greg, I think the show has been fantastic today. A lot of myths that you've dispelled for us regarding downsizing. And that's a big part of people's retirement plans. 
we've really been all over the map with some of these points. So far, you've talked about these myths and uh, what it costs to actually sell your home and the move itself. So what can possibly be left for us today to myth bust? Well, we still have two myths uh, from Rachel Hartman article left uh, to cover. So the next one is that the extra space won't be missed. So life in maybe a 2,200 square foot home uh, compared to life in a 900 square foot you know, condo or studio could be a, a bigger change than expected. Uh, there may be tighter spaces that can cause issues like not having a spare bedroom for grandkids uh, who come to visit or less room to display your furniture, collectibles, or, or heirlooms. And instead of scaling back on size, you might be more comfortable in a home that is smaller than your current family home, but probably large enough to at least host and entertain. Um, you have family visiting from the mainland. Where are they going to stay when they visit? You may want to have some extra space or you may prefer that your guests return to the hotel at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, at my family events, Greg, we call heading to the hotel boxers return to your corners. Uh, that way we get ready for another round, if you know what I mean. I, I like that. That's, that's a good one. Um, there's one more myth uh, mentioned in this article it refers to the idea that downsizing is the only way to boost your income in retirement. Now, in my opinion, that is like saying there is only one way to get from point A to point B. Uh, you have many options to increase income in retirement. I would suggest that you meet with a financial services professional and look at all of your options in retirement. Uh, there's more than one ways to skin a cat, as they say. Then you can craft your retirement income outline and create a specific plan that fits your needs and your goals. That's excellent. So what do you suggest we do to begin creating that retirement income? Well, you got to get a plan in place. That is the, the first step. So I first identify your income needs. An important aspect of your plan is that, that evaluation. You need to know how much you need to be making in retirement. Finding the most efficient and beneficial way to address that will have lots of impacts on your lifestyle, your asset accumulation, and your legacy plan after you retire. And when you have identified your income need, you will know how much to structure for income and how much needs to be set aside for growth. Uh, this will help you determine just how much you need to find. Maybe downsizing isn't the best or most efficient option for income. And with the help of a financial professional, you can work on creating a steady income stream for your retirement. So in a sense, uh, the statement, it's never too early to begin preparing for retirement really holds true here. And you need to make sure that plan is able to deal with any of these financial changes that you're going to encounter, right? Absolutely. You know, by, by having a retirement income outline and a solid plan, it helps you identify where your income is going to be come from and it helps you prepare for a comfortable retirement and really takes the, the stress away, you know, the uncertainty. You can do this by consulting with a financial service professional on the many ways to invest your assets, but it's important for the financial service professional to specify that each person's situation and specific goals and needs are all different. And I want to make sure that listeners make the decision that is best for them in their retirement goals. Um, in addition, a, a financial service professional's clients are not simply looking for information, uh, but, but guidance. You know, they want to know what to do and when they should do it in terms of planning financially um, for retirement. And that is the true job of any financial service professional to provide guidance and information. Sure. And, and as usual, our time has flown by today. Uh, this is a great topic. I know that my wife and I have talked many times about what we're going to do when we do retire. It's a little ways off yet, but 
we have talked about how we do want to downsize. Uh, we don't want to stay where we're at, but some people do want to stay where they're at. I mean, have you seen this uh, with people that come in to talk to you about retirement planning and income planning? Does downsizing come up? It comes up quite a bit because um, people live and work, you know, their whole lives on the island and property values here are so, you know, inflated that if you move to the mainland, you get a serious uh, little extra nest egg. You know, you can sell your million dollar house, buy a house for 300,000 and invest that other 700,000 and live happily ever after. But the one factor you really have to keep in mind when considering that the mainland move is once you sell your house here and you're on the mainland, it's most likely that you won't be able to come back home. So it's- No, you can't afford to come back probably at that point. And uh, the the main thing to consider is the main reason not to do that would be uh, you're, you'll no longer be living in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, uh, you know, you'll no longer be in retirement paradise, uh, mm-hmm. which is which is uh, where we're at. So um, I think that is an interesting point that you make there. And I know you've seen it all. So what if our listeners out there, Greg, have questions about this or want to sit down and talk to you about where this would put them financially, if they can keep the home, if they can sell it or where they should live how that works into their finances or how to how they make that retirement income plan. What do they need to do? Yeah, there's there's a lot of options. I mean, from social security maximization to restructuring your portfolio for more yield, purchasing income, uh, reverse mortgage, perhaps. Um, there's a lot of different options and it has to really suit the individual. Um, best place to start is with a risk analysis. You can visit our website at therogroup.org. You can click get my score up in the upper right, and it's a color money risk analysis. You can also uh, call me at 791-2924. We can have a no cost, no obligation consultation, look at your individual situation and see what maybe some of the best options would be. That sounds great. Uh, I like it. And that does it. Really, we're out of time for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.